back again. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> All right. Big haps over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. What's top of mind? Well, we saw yet another uh, managed security vendor move into the acquisitions territory. So it's time for some swiping Ooh. as we talk about the big A&W picking up Revel Stoke, uh, an automation firm. We're talking about Arctic Wolf and their recent acquisition of Revel Stoke. So what do you think? Arctic Wolf at the bar? It's getting late on a Saturday night? Yeah. I mean, and I think the wallet's pretty full, or at least it was, right? Oh, I, so, I, maybe, so maybe it's not even that late. I did, I did, <laughs> I did a quick analysis, right? And um, it looks like roughly um, $499 million, I think, in venture funding through EREF rounds or something, and uh, another $401 million uh, in October 2022, so just about a year ago. So that's a lot of cash. So it could have been early. It could have been daylight, you know, daylight quality. Uh, I think the Rebel Stoke guys had taken in um, $38 million, okay. and they, but they've only been around a few years. And I think there's a couple of interesting things about this. One is the move by a really successful, rapid-growing managed detection firm um, in Arctic Wolf um, doing this kind of pickup. It's kind of a small pickup, but it must address a need that they really think they have. And the second thing is just in general, I think it highlights the need for um, security management firms to be moving more squarely into having better response ideas and, and less expensive response ideas through companies like this that do sort of a SOAR-based technology. Yeah. So <clears throat> maybe maybe we can hang on that one for a second. Sure. Is that what you would think the connection there would be? So Arctic Wolf, uh, managed services provider, looking to find a partner to automate responses. Yeah, that's my guess. My guess is they're working on it, and, and who can blame them? It's good business, right, to drive down the cost of what they're doing. If I look back on their finances, pull down the glasses, if I look back on their, their finances, in uh, October 22nd of 2020, they raised $200 million uh, to, to, bring, to keep growing the company. And then shortly thereafter, about, I guess, 10 months later, in July of 2021, they raised another $150 million. And then flash forward 18 months from there, roughly, a little less, and they raised $400 million in a convertible note. And so what that tells me is rapidly growing company, a lot of investment going forward, going forward. The valuations were nuts in 2020 and 2021. Um, they were at one point, the, these are projected valuations they saved to locate online, uh, $1.3 billion in 2020, and then a remarkable $4.3 billion in 2021. And my guess is that as they're growing the company, as with any new venture in cybers like this, and you know this better than anybody else, it takes time to develop effective practices, to drive profitability, what have you. Yeah. And my guess is they may have had to go out for a convertible note in 2022 because the valuations just weren't there anymore. And that's a big chunk of change. And they are growing their customer base. They are growing their base of business. And so if you're trying to find a way to scrabble towards a more attractive bottom line, then cost savings is a deal. And that strikes me as automation. It's an interesting thing. So I remember the news when the convertible note came out. In hindsight, looking back on it, I have to say whoever wrote that note, I'm sure we could easily look it up. I just don't have it in front of me at the moment. Uh, I'd say Good on them for kind of like pressure testing the market and be like, hey, I don't think the valuations are what you're asking for. Here's another path forward. And by the way, you still owe me my money if, if this doesn't work out. Exactly. Right. And they, it, I think the projected revenues are better than $200 million a year. So at least there's a revenue base. There's a, you know, accounts receivable, which is pretty kicking. 
And I'm going to assume that the note writer wasn't the first person on the call. And you never know what the con- conditions are in yeah, a convertible yeah. note, right? So they could be very attractive for the lender. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to make money that if it was 4.3 billion in 2021, um, when the Arctic Wolf team went out to seek another round of funding, nobody said, "Oh, 10 billion this time, easy," right? Because the my, the money get, must have gotten. One would expect the money. I don't want to say words like must. One would expect the money to have gotten more expensive. So you're exactly right. The note writer was excited about the prospects, but wanted to cover their end. So I want to hang on something here for a second. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Two hundred million in revenue. Roughly, yeah. That was the most recent stuff I can pick up. Could be plus, could be minus. Sure. Say it's directionally in there, we think. We speculate. Yep. At a 20x mm. valuation. So how about this? I'm going to give you a nickel. You give me a dollar back. That sounds like a fair trade. Well, you know, <laughs> if you're willing to give me a nickel every year for 20 years. And by the way, I mean, talk about valuation, right? That's revenue. Yeah. That's not profit. This isn't PE rating. Yeah. Right? Oh, this interesting. Is, this is total dollars on a company, which if they're taking investment at this scale, yeah. it's likely still working it all out, but they're likely losing money every year. So I'll tell you what, you get your nickel, I give you the dollar, and you give me a request for another dollar every year. Yeah. So I guess that kind of adds a new dynamic and wrinkle to it, too, is saying just because because we're doing that exchange doesn't mean the profitability or return is actually there. Well, right. And it's all a, it's all a public market or private market, or at least equity trade, right? Sort of value chain. Uh, and you, you know, you've told me about this many times, but you know, when you look at the way that all works out, the CEO at Arctic Wolf in October of 2022 had said that the purpose of the round was going to be to set themselves up for IPO. Yeah. But let's face it, the IPO market is like, somewhere between a washing machine and a rinse cycle where everybody's getting flushed, right? So I, I, I don't blame them at all for not necessarily going public, but that may be the only way out. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a tough situation. I, I think, honestly, I'm just imagining myself if I was in a similar position as saying, this is kind of your way out, but, like, you really have market forces against you, mm-hmm. you know, to, to find your path. Timing, timing's so important for all these things. Well... Back to your point about the convertible note writer, right? When you also think about the cost of capital now with the changing uh, prime rate, Mm. right? So that convertible note in 2022, that was probably a decent time to get it, whereas right now it might be much less attractive, you know, depending on the rates involved. Oh, interesting. Right, because I'm just thinking about the fact there has to be an impact if, you know, I can get seven points by investing in something else that's a lot more stable. Yeah, Right, then the, the natural rate of return on the convertible note, assuming worse for worse, right? It depends, I guess, the uh, risk appetite of the investor. Yeah. Hey, look at me. Look <laughs> at me. Great. Yeah, but I'm just saying everything has changed, right? Everything has gotten more, more expensive, whether it's the budgets of the people who are going to take advantage of Arctic Wolf services or Arctic Wolf hiring people or trying to expand their own business. And they've got a real international footprint now. And so that has its own dynamic uh, expense-wise. I think it's all really pretty interesting. Yeah, well, I guess it goes back to what you're saying earlier is the dynamics of the note. Mm. They're a mystery at the moment, to us at least. Um, but I know, in, in, well, in some cases either, like that rate's either going to be fixed at a really favorable rate mm-hmm. or there was some type of rate escalator 
in there, which in that case, that's starting to become expensive dollars. But I mean, to your point, like even T-bills right now are going at like, you could give five and a half percent Fact. return. Those are, those are real returns. Right on. I'll take that. So when we start thinking about the swipiness of this, right, uh, the period of the bar. And so Arctic Wolf is at the bar and has great financial resources. And she's looking around, what am I going to pick up? You know, what, what's going to work for me here? And I think that this was a smart pickup. So I'm going to go all in for this is a great idea from an Arctic Wolf perspective. Because I think she picked up, the Arctic Wolf company picked up uh, a type of technology as well. I'm not really familiar with the ins and outs of the specific offer. But that would would go some distance with the smart people inside of Arctic Wolf to driving down their costs. And as their customer base has grown, I think it makes sense. Now, I don't know whether this is um, the acquisition uh, as a way to grow like a real union kind of thing at the bar late at night, or is this more like, you know, maybe, you know, you can mow the lawn, clean the rooms up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's more like that, but I'm sure um, the rebel stoke people are psyched uh, Arctic Wolf. It, it's always looked like a great company. And, um, but I think it's a, it, from a right swipes perspective, I would say that this is a good one, even if not a monumental one, I don't know from an, a rebel Stoke uh, perspective financially how solid that deal is, but without knowing any of those, it's hard to know, but figuring this smart folks, I'm sure it's a decent deal. Cause I think the only overarching question is, you know, is there a negative impact of the general financial volatility of the market that's going to drive down the value of the equity associated with, a, with Arctic Wolf over time? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think Rebel is stoked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been waiting. Yeah. You've been waiting like 11 minutes to say that. That's excellent. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I didn't have to wait 11 minutes because I only thought about like 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I like the potential that it proposes myself. I don't know any of Arctic Wolf's financials to say whether if human capital from like a um, uh, kind of response mm-hmm capability is a thing, right? Like, are they paying for people uh, to perform a response and therefore we're going to automate everything and therefore we don't need responders? In that case, I would say, um, actually, reset. So if that line item is big, the human capital, what it costs to create a response action is expensive, then I would say, yes, the automation play makes a lot of sense. Mm. But on the other hand, it's saying if you've kind of automated some stuff, and you uh, are not paying a lot of people to do the response action. Um, I was like, well, I don't know. It seems like kind of like wasted, wasted dollars. The piece I, piece I, I guess I can't weigh out would be um, kind of the go-to-market motion that you would create, like the selling, selling opportunity that you create by saying, hey, we're now we're a managed provider, MDR solution. However, they go to market. And we can do automation right. and they're planning to sell. They're trying to extend up and down the value chain through the automation playbooks. Maybe, maybe that's the route too. Give some possibilities. There's some possibilities. Uh, I don't, I'm going to say yes. I like it. Um, I, I would, I would swipe. Nice. Um, I don't, if you're going down the automation space, I don't see a lot of, there's not a lot of really good options out there. Mm-hmm. Sticking with our with our analogy here, like I don't think there's a lot of people at the bar to choose from at the moment, Fact. right? So, um, this this could be a way home for sure. I don't the piece I don't know is is all the other stuff whether it actually makes fiscal sense or this is just more like um, more smoke and mirrors to create an appearance of capabilities that broadening platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. 
So it looks like two yeses on this, just, which is rare. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It is fairly rare, but it's an unusual deal. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a larger growing company picking up a smaller, really helpful bit of technology to help them out. And you brought up something that I really hadn't thought about that maybe the, the listeners have, which is the fact they may not just be using it internally, but they may be using it as an offer to drag in clients who ordinarily would be uncomfortable with a managed service because now they get the managed service for part of it, but they get to do their own automation if Arctic Wolf decides to expose that automation capability, that SOAR capability. Yeah. You know, if it's, if it's me, honestly, yeah. what I'm saying is um, I'm now viewing it as an opportunity to take market share from a market that I previously didn't have a toe mm -hmm. into. So now I'm going after the Tynes. I'm going after the Phantoms. I'm going after the Demistos. I'm going after all of that and saying, Previously, everybody who was a buyer of these things was not really an option for us. Yep. And I'm saying, okay, if you buy our managed services, I can now give you this other thing and my team might be able to make this go. And you can say, you don't have to buy that time subscription. You don't have to buy that whatever subscription. Nice. You just roll into one platform and now it's, a, it's an avenue to pick up more market share. It's yes, sir, and yes, sir, and yes, sir. Excellent. <laughs> well done. There you go. All right. Good stuff. So... Double double swipe? Yep. Man, it's awesome. Winner. Yeah, good stuff. All right, so Arctic Wolf going home with Revel Stoke, and yep. Revel is stoked, Yep, I would think. I would be. <laughs> yeah, okay. Awesome. If you listen to this episode, you love it, please like it on social media, share it with all your friends, help spread the pwned gospel, and we'll get you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.